and uh, we had done till verse 23. So, we are going to do from verse 24 onwards. So, this is Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 28, Verse 24 of the Jnana Yoga. This is a dialogue between Krishna and Uddhava. The material body made of earth is not the true self, nor the senses, their presiding demigods or the air of life, nor is the external air, water or fire on one's mind. All these are simply matter. Sim similarly, neither one's intelligence, material consciousness, nor ego, nor the elements of ether or earth, nor objects of sense perception, nor even the primeval state of material equilibrium can be considered the actual identity of the soul. So, in this, Krishna is eliminating literally everything that we thought of as a part and parcel of our soul, that is the Jivatma. What is he saying in the first place? In the first place he says that the soul, the spirit, the spirit that is the Jivatma is not involved, is not directly correlated to, there is no connectivity, there is nothing to say that it is a part of number one, the elements in this world. The five elements that are there, hmm? that is air, water, fire, all those. It is not connected there. It is not that, number one. Number two, it says it is neither the senses, the body, the senses, the sense organs, the objects of senses, mind, intellect, it is none of those two. So, anytime when you think, anytime when anybody says, I can feel it in my soul or in my being, they are only talking about the body. They are not talking about the entity who we truly are. Alright? Now, think about it like this. That just now, if I take up a bottle and I throw it from top of this building, what happens to the bottle? The bottle will break because it is either made up of plastic or it is made up of glass. It is going to break. What will happen to the liquid inside? The liquid will flow out. Is the liquid affected? It is falling on the ground. It may be affected. But any other thing happening to it? No. It is the bottle which is broken. In the same way when a man dies, it is the body which is dying, not the Atma, not the soul. Alright? So, this is what you need to know. So, he says the material body made of earth is not the true self. Every time when we keep on saying that Something is happening to me. I can feel it in my soul. I can understand it. Oh, I am hurting because of this. And whatever words that you say. The greatest thing on this on this planet earth is, like yesterday when the Deadpool, he says, the family is the greatest thing. Sir, whether it is a family or whatever, it is still a part of this created world. There is now no family in your soul. Your soul is not a family. Did you get the point? It is not the family. You are a part of the divine, not of any family. Got it? So, this understanding has to be there. Now, that brings me to a point which people will normally ask. I mean, this is a question which I have been answering for last so many years. So, I will tell you the question and I will answer it myself. The question is this. So, if you are saying I am not a part of this world or this family, that means I am away from all this. Correct? No. 
what I said is a statement connected only to the spiritual. In the material domain, since you are a body also, you are donning a body. There are certain duties associated with the body that you need to perform. What is the first duty of a man? To be alive. Otherwise, the man will say, I will stop breathing from tomorrow. I am not the body. So, tomorrow onwards, I will not breathe. So, today at 12 o'clock in the night, I will stop breathing. Then God will say, this fellow has been given a mind, but such a mindless fellow, is idiot. Okay. He is not going to say that you have become a yogi. He will say, you, you are an idiot. So, don't, don't do that. Just because Guruji said, you know, that you are the soul, you are this, you are that. That means I don't care for the body. You have to eat also. You have to drink also. You have to breathe also. Are you not breathing? You are breathing. Some people have this habit of saying, Guruji, you said I cannot do this. So, tomorrow Guruji will say, okay, I said it in one-off incident. One-off. It is not a rule. Correct? So, in that one-off incident, I might have said to you, do not eat this or do not drink liquor. I might have said these words. Alright. So, does it mean that you apply it in everything? No, it is not like that. You have to see the context. God has also given you the mind, isn't it? So, mind needs to be used. Common sense has to be used. Okay. Guruji has said only for the material existence, you need to use your mind properly. Okay. Logically. Right. But you are not the mind. You are not the body. You are not the senses. You are not the sense organ. You are none of those. The person who knows this and understands this is called a self-realized person. Isn't that true? He's called a self-realized person. Is the self-realized not a person? He is a person. So, end of the day, even if you are a self-realized being, even if you have grown a halo on your head, you know, I mean, some people carry one chhatri like yesterday, they put one of my photographs in that LinkedIn with a chhatri on top of my head. Chhatri means an umbrella, by the way. So, does not mean that you have grown horns or something. You are nothing special. You are still the human being, okay? The body is still human. And yes, you have to do certain things. Got it? So, this verse is a lofty verse from the Jnana Yoga. Remember yesterday also I said, na, this is Jnana Yoga. Goes bouncer most of the time. Okay? So, this is Jnana Yoga for knowing only. Alright? Is it better to know? Of course, it is better to know. You see, if you are travelling in air for the first time, don't you think it is important to know beforehand how to buckle your belt and all that? Take a, go to the YouTube and search. Otherwise, tomorrow you will call air Australia. Come here, please. Like that. No. You can ring that. You know, you can push the button over there. You know that, isn't it? I mean, that is why YouTube is there. Why is the phone there with you? Today one funny question was asked. Okay. The power went. And when the power went, where is the torch? Where is the torch? Where is the torch? Where is the torch? Torch is in your hand, in the phone, in the phone, in the phone, in the phone. Nowadays you don't need the torch because it is in the phone. Isn't it? Okay. Same way, if you are somewhere, uh, you know, lost somewhere and you want to find which is the north. I mean, you are going in a desert. Maybe you are going... <laughs> You know, there is a compass inside your phone also. Don't try to look for a compass. Correct? Isn't that correct? 
and yes google also works offline isn't it so if google works offline using whatever logical knowledge that it has inside that device of yours same way you have to start using your intelligence and the mind for the material world but don't bring it into the spiritual okay if you want to become spiritually perfect leave it outside right now in this all this is said everything that we discussed of is called matter matter comes under the domain of prakruti isn't it prakruti means mother nature matter always comes under the domain the the presiding deity the boss over there is called prakruti prakruti means mother nature then intelligence you understand intelligence the unfortunate part is the scientists don't understand intelligence they are the most intelligent people in the world with the least common sense you know the reason why the scriptures are telling very clearly intelligence body mind everything that is a created object like you are a created object has nothing to do with god think about it okay you know what in a garden full of oranges they are searching for apples you think you will find an apple inside a orchard of oranges no the scientists are foolish enough to try to look for a soul number 1 number 2 god inside a created concept it is non existent it doesn't exist there why are you searching for that did you get the point or no huh? you can't go to the president of america's house and ask him uh, can you please tell me where mr narendra modi lives you can't ask him that narendra modi stays in india sir and uh, yes when he comes for a trip to america then he will come to my place but i will not put him up in white house i'll put him up somewhere else in some hotel that's what the president will tell you isn't it so the, exactly the thing you don't look for wrong things in some wrong place isn't it i mean you are looking for soul or jivatma in a created concept and here in this verse 25 krishna is very clearly saying it is nothing to do with it so all these are simply matters similarly neither one's intelligence material consciousness you are materially conscious about knowledge about everything no around you you can see the birds the you know the trees and everything you can see you can hear touch feel huh? that has nothing to do with god nor the elements of ether or earth even this entire big ball which is there huh? it is called earth it's not a part of this domain called god no neither is ether ether means space even space is not a part of god god is in there like you know I, okay i'll pick up a space a god stays in this planet you know like zeus all those gods huh you know the greek and all those gods they stay on some mountain i don't know which mountain they stay or, or somebody stays on olympus the capital g o d doesn't stay on any mountain that also includes kailash okay otherwise tomorrow you will go to kailash and say shivji where are you knock knock who is there nobody here sir in shivji is not staying in kailasha okay the idea that he stays over there is a wrong concept you have to understand this concept is god is not there capital g i am not saying small g see all this g small g means deities deities odin you know zeus 
all that, all that you see on all those pictures, you know, Marvel comics. All those gods are not a part of this, okay, this capital god. The capital god is different. He is called father in heaven, you know, God almighty, Allah, okay, Krishna, okay, all these are his names. By the way, sometimes he doesn't even have a name. How does a person get a name? When your mummy daddy gives you a name, isn't it? First your mother and father will have to name you something. Otherwise tomorrow they will say number one, number two, come here. <laughs> then you have a problem. Then in school also you will be called number one and number two. There is a problem there. So you need a name. God Almighty doesn't have a name because he has no father and mother in the first place. right? He is himself the father, mother, everything is him. So no name for this God. So that is the reason why God with no name is also God Almighty. Alright? And he is not a part of this material domain. Not a part. Nor the elements of the ether or earth, nor the objects of sense perception. With our senses we see. We see with our senses, isn't it? The senses are so very important. Okay? Now, you know there is something which we say sensory perception. Sensory perception means what? You can perceive with your senses. If I shake my hand, can you see my hand moving? And yes, you say, ah, I can see your hand moving. So that means your eyes are seeing it. You agree with me? Your eyes are seeing this movement. And you can watch me in this video. Correct? Your sensory perception. They are working. By the way, senses are working. Tick, 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 tick. They are working. So you come to know. God is beyond all senses. So there is no God standing over there. Hi there, how are you? He is not doing something like that. God in heaven is not saying hi, hello to you. No, no, he doesn't have the time for all that. So you should understand that there no senses can work over there. Sometimes people say, you know, I heard the voice of God. You can't hear with your ears, okay? First, and you can't see with your eyes. So if you think you have seen God with your eyes and heard him with your ears, there is something wrong with your brain. Alright, there is nothing, you can't hear God, you can't see God, you can't touch God, you can't feel God. He is beyond, beyond. You understand beyond means what? Beyond all this. This is the verse which will tell you. Nor even the primeval state of material equilibrium. Primeval state means the first state. Remember where you came from? Some green color blob you came from, like that, you know, I don't know where you came from. Something, this whole universe came from some... Maybe there was some volcano type and it started bursting. It's nothing to do with that. By the way, people still go to Big Bang. Big Bang, you know Big Bang? They still think the Big Bang came from God. He is not even interested in that. It is still a material concept. Do you get the point? Even the Big Bang has nothing to do with G-O-D. Capital G cannot be considered the actual identity of the soul. The moment the word soul comes into the picture, S-O-U-L doesn't mean you. It means God Almighty. Alright? The Father in Heaven. Supreme Divine Consciousness. Okay? S-D-C. Okay? So, this one verse will tell you that. Next verse says, For one who has properly realized my personal identity as the Supreme Godhead, what credit is there if his senses, mere products of material modes, are perfectly concentrated in meditation? Oh my God! Now, this is a great thing. And on the other hand, what blame is incurred if the senses happen to become agitated? Indeed, what does it mean to the sun if the clouds come and go? 
So if you have some great person on this planet earth who says, no, I was meditating and then I met God, please tell him this verse. Even if you are concentrated on meditation, there is nothing connected to God. Now do you understand why I don't harp so much on meditation? Because God has nothing to do with meditation also. Meditation, you are doing it with your body, mind, senses, isn't it? You got the point? Okay, let me give you body, mind, senses in a different way. Okay, now you know, have you, do you, uh, do you have some silver jewelry? I know, uh, Brito, I am not asking you. If you wear jewelry, then I have to wonder who you are. <laughs> okay, no, I just say to all the women, oh, yes, they have some silver jewelry. Okay. Now, you can't wear a dark, dank silver jewelry and go to the any function. So, what they will do? They will clean the silver, isn't it? Silver needs to be polished a little. So, when you are polishing the jewelry, you are actually polishing that jewel, whatever the thing is there. But are you actually polishing <laughs> the silver inside of it? No, silver may be just an ingot, you know, you know that. And that, that doesn't mean that tomorrow you wear one ingot in your, in your neck and go, okay? You know, <laughs> otherwise you'll, the people will start wearing, you know, those gold, uh, you know, those bricks that you get tomorrow. Oh, I got one gold brick here and one gold brick here. Why? Because Guruji said, you know, everything is gold, everything is silver. So, I don't need to clean it. <laughs> the idea is this, gold is gold. It gets converted into jewelry. Silver is silver. It gets converted into jewelry. Jewelry becomes dirty or horrible, you know, the way it becomes dirty. So, you need to clean it. So, if somebody is cleaning the body, see, think, somebody is cleaning the body, polishing it. Is it anything to do with the soul? No, nothing to do with the soul. You, you, I hope you are getting the right answer. Okay. The soul is not affected by the cleansing. So, if the soul is not affected, soul means you understand Jivatma, you are a little portion of it. The soul is not affected by the cleansing, simply translates into you can go and do as many yogic exercises. I mean, you can stand on your head for the next one day, 24 hours, 365 days also, nothing is going to happen except that you will have to be taken to the hospital very soon. That is the only thing that will happen. Rest of it, nothing happens. You are anyway not going to become spiritual in any way. So, if you do yogic exercises, you can keep on doing Om and all those kind of things, you know. And keeping on saying all the mantra, chantras and all that. Still, no God Almighty is going to come to you. <coughs> See, remember one thing. God Almighty needs to have a ear to listen to whatever BS that you give. Isn't it? He doesn't have a ear. He is not connected to you. No way. The only connection is what is inside of you that what is inside the body is called that soul. Okay, that little fellow somewhere it is. Now, it is a part of that big domain. So, even if you say 100 words, now do you understand in olden times, there was no speech, right? There was no speech, right? If you seen the movie 10,000 BC or some of those movies, there is no speech. They do like this, you know, <laughs> sign language. <laughs> So, sign language is also visual and verbal is that oral language, whatever you speak from your mouth is oral. So, in olden times, before speech and before sign language came into this being, God was already there, sir. I hope you understand that much. God was already existing. So, did he require some speech to uh, go to him? No. Did he require any prayer? 
No. Did he require anything specific to reach him? No way. So, even if you stand on your head, you do yogic exercise, you keep on meditating forever, God is not even interested in all that. He just looks at uh, this, oh, look at that idiot what he is doing. I mean, just imagine what God must be thinking. He is trying to stand on his head to reach me. How funny can that be? I mean, look at him breathing. I will put him on the moon, no breath over there. <laughs> See the funny part? Why is he bothered about your breathing exercises? Why is he bothered about your meditation? You understand what I am saying? Just, just imagine, you are a superstar. You are Miss Rihanna. You know Rihanna, that singer who is there? Just imagine, you are singing on the stage over there. And there are some, oh, the whole crowd, one million crowd is standing in front of you. And they are going, Rihanna, Rihanna and all that. They are going gaga over it. Are you bothered about any of those? No. As long as you are getting your publicity, you will call somebody. Please come on the stage. Otherwise, you are least bothered. Got it? So, God is like Rihanna. He is just standing on the stage over there. Everybody is going, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. He doesn't care a damn about looking at anybody. Why? God needs eyes to see and you need, you know, to, com to communicate with him. Something is required. So, I hope you understood that no meditation can make you reach God. For one who has properly realized my identity, someone who has understood who God is. What is the use of, what credit is there if his senses, a mere product of material modes, are perfectly concentrated in meditation? Did you understand this verse? Your senses and your mind are focused in meditation. And they have nothing to do with the self, God, whatsoever. So he says, what use is it? What credit is there? What use is it? So, if you are trying to meditate on some God, please understand you can't go near God at all. Meditating never can make you reach God. Please know this verse very carefully. If tomorrow some person comes and tells you, no, meditation will help you reach God. Tell him this verse says it is not going to make you reach God. And by the way, Jesus never said you should meditate. Did he say that? You, you understand what I am saying? None of the great sages None of the saints, God Almighty Himself, Krishna also is telling you just now, Krishna is directly telling Uddhava, no meditation can make you reach God. And on the other hand, what blame is incurred if the senses happen to become agitated? You know, senses get agitated. How do they get agitated? By some stupidity happening around you, isn't it? Senses are going to get agitated. By the way, senses getting agitated, mind getting agitated, what has it got to do with God? You understand what I am saying? Nothing. Senses are connected to your senses. Okay, it has nothing to do with G-O-D. Capital G. Uh, when I say G-O-D, it is capital G-O-D. I have to make the distinction. Otherwise, people will say, Oh, God, Borega to sab kuch. No. Senses are senses and they are connected to your body. And body is not connected to any God. Correct? If they get agitated, if you get upset, if your mind is going to react, somebody is dying, somebody is alive, something is happening, you know, people around you are behaving like idiots, what can you do? You can't. You can just watch them. Just like God is watching us, you know, God Almighty is just watching means he's not watching with his eyes, huh? okay? Otherwise, again you will say he's watching means he's with his eyes. He's just a witness. I'm watching you. 
God is not never going to say, oh, I'm watching you. Why? He has no eyes. Okay. And if you want, he has got a million eyes. That also is there. So, <coughs> the idea that he is watching doesn't exist. What blame is incurred if the senses happen to become agitated? So, if your senses are getting upset and agitated, Krishna says it has nothing to do with me. Did you get the point? Right. Indeed, what does it mean to the sun if the clouds come and go? If the clouds are on this planet earth, they are coming and going and coming and going and coming and going. In the rainy season, they come, no? Snowfall is there, this is there, that is there. So many things happen on this planet earth. To the sun which is there, what difference does it make? Did you get the point? To the sun, no difference. So where God is concerned, what difference does it make if you are going through hell? If you are going through a problematic period, what difference does it make to God Almighty? Nothing. If you are doing your acrobatics, you understand acrobatics means yoga. What difference does it make to God? Nothing. This verse will clearly tell you, nothing changes the state of the sun. Nothing changes the state of God. Got it? The sky may display the various qualities of air, fire, water and earth that pass through it. As well as qualities of heat and cold which continuously come and go with the season. Yet the sky is never entangled with any of these qualities. He is giving an example. Similarly, the supreme absolute truth is never entangled with the contamination of goodness, passion, ignorance which causes the material transformation of the false ego. Did you understand this? Just like the earth, water, air, all these things that is there happening, all the qualities are there. No, The air becomes hot, it becomes cold, it blows this way, that way creates squalls, creates all those, uh, you know that, thunderstorms, everything happens. Fire burns the entire forest down, burns the entire planet. Water, inundation of water, no water. Like in the desert, no water. Some places are dry and arid. So what to do there? Nothing. Earth passes through it. The question which everybody asks, isn't God concerned about there is no water over here? The answer is in this verse. Why should he be bothered? So, you have a person, I mean, you have a God who is not bothered. Isn't that what you are going to think? No, no, wait for all the verses. We have still not covered the entire chapter, no? Yes, there he is bothered with something and that something we will come to know when we come to the verses ahead. But just now, let, him, let me tell you, whether anything is happening in this world, qualities of heat and cold, they come and go as per season. The earth has its own qualities, isn't it? There are season changes, there is heat, there is water, there is this, there is that. So many things are happening. So, nothing changes over there. Then what else? Similarly, the absolute truth is never entangled with the contamination of goodness, passion and ignorance which causes the material transformation of the false ego. This is an important line for you to know. I did good in this world. I donated to charity. Okay? I am very helpful where people are concerned. We say, have you heard people say this? That is the mode of goodness. I am a goody-goody person. I never drink. I never smoke. I am a teetotaler. I am like this. I am like that. So, people say these words, isn't it? In Hindi, if I have to translate it, Main to Baba aisa nahi karta hu. What do you mean by Main to Baba aisa nahi karta hu? Sir, even if you do or you don't do, it doesn't 
God doesn't give a damn. Got the answer? So whether you do goodness, second one is passion. I am interested in money. I want to do this. I am going to do this work. I am going to you know run the country very nicely. Okay. So what is the big deal? God is looking at you. No, he is not even bothered about you. So why? The mode of passion is your own mode. This body's mode. The mode of goodness is your mode. It is everything to do with you, the body. Not the U, the capital Y-O-U, the S-E-L-F, capital S, the G-O-D. It has nothing to do with that. Got it? <coughs> or ignorance. Tomorrow you find an idiot in front of you. And you really wonder. I mean, all his screws are loose. What to do? Some people are saying, you know, this one is getting raped. God should be looking at it. I mean, think about it. Why is God supposed to be bothered about somebody's rape? Somebody is getting hurt. Somebody's child is dying. Somebody's child is born. You got what I am trying to say? These things are happening in the material domain. All these verses that are being mentioned over here, the divine Lord is never connected to this. Then who is connected? Doesn't that question arise in your mind? If God is not interested in all this, then who the hell is interested? Answer is lengthy. <laughs> no part of this satsang. But let me tell you, this verse tells you, which causes the material transformation of the false ego. What does it do? All these modes of passion, that is modes of nature, that is goodness, passion and ignorance, they are a part and parcel of the false ego. Any person who says, I am doing great and I am doing good, is having a false ego. If tomorrow somebody says, Mahatma Gandhi did, you know, brought independence to India. If Mahatma Gandhi says, I did it, it's a false ego. Nobody can do anything. It's the ego which is talking. You, did you get the point? If you say tomorrow that, you know, I donated to charity, that's your ego talking. You got what I'm saying? Right? So, we will move to the next verse. Nevertheless, until by firmly practicing devotional service to me, one has completely eliminated from his mind all contaminations of material passion. One must very carefully avoid associating with material modes which are produced by my illusory energy. I think we are going to do this verse till the maybe 20 minutes. You know what? This is a very dangerous verse which is telling you something very unique. The only thing which can affect God Almighty, the only thing which is actually affecting the Supreme Divine Lord of ours, the God Almighty, is called devotional service unto me. Now do you understand? You can go and practice Kapal Bhati for all that you care. You can keep on you know, moving your, what is that? You know, loins or whatever that you want to. No God is going to come to you. You can take as many medicines that you want. Oh, I'm going to reach God. No medicine can make you reach God. Nothing. The only thing which can make you reach the Supreme Divine Lord is called devotional service. Got it? Devotion and service are one word. Like it's, it's become a one word. Firmly practice devotional service. How do you practice devotional service? First, did I not tell you you can't see God? Can't see God, can't touch, can't feel, can't do anything. So, where does all this come into the picture? 
you have to only have one thing in your mind, your body, your senses, only one. I am in love with God. Okay. So, there are only four words again. My four words always come every now and then. First is called faith. If like scientists, you keep on believing that God can be found on this planet earth with this and that. No, 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 no. Faith means absolute faith. There is God Almighty. Period. Even if you are woken up in your sleep, there is God Almighty. Right? Number one. Number two. I surrender to his will. Do you know what is the meaning of the word surrender to the will? If he is giving me no food, you see, food comes naturally to a person. Okay? If he is giving me no food, I accept that faith. Now, you should not be a foolish person where you have gone for a big show and there is food lying on the table and nobody has come and invited you, sir. You should please come and eat food. No, it is not like that. Common sense will tell you the food is there for everybody. Go and eat it. Isn't that the truth? So, you need to eat it. Correct? God doesn't, you cannot God with get with foolishness. Okay? You are a foolish person if you are going to misbehave like this. No. The world has been created with everything in it for the right purpose and for the right people. So, please be the guest. Doesn't mean you go and rob somebody else. No, it doesn't mean that. Okay? Be your good self. So, surrendering to the will of the Lord is important. You know, if some child dies or some father or mother dies, we are so much upset and we say, you know, why did this happen? You know, in India, we have these great uh, Rudalis, we call them. Rudalis means they come in the, uh, you know, when somebody is dead, they'll keep on coming and crying. Ah, they'll do like this. So, you have professional criers. In this world. Even if you go to Hong Kong and China and some other places, there are professional whalers. You can get them. They will keep on doing like that. There are people who take money for doing that. Sir. Okay. Right. In the same way, surrender means you just have to let it be. What can be done? If somebody is dead, they are dead. You are supposed to cry. If you feel like crying, go cry. But don't make an entire movie out of it. Deadpool like, you know. Somebody is dead, so I want to go and murder everybody. <laughs> Nothing like that. You don't have to make a movie out of it. Tomorrow, God, you killed my, my mother and father. I am going to kill you. You can't make a movie out of it. You have a life to lead. Go ahead and lead it. So, you got the answer. It doesn't make a difference. Because God is not watching who is dying and who is coming to life. You think he has so much time? He's got a gazillion people lined up. <coughs> if there are gazillion people lined up, you think he's interested in your father dying? He says, I don't give a damn. You got the point? So, surrender means just accept your fate, boss. Accepting fate is a very interesting phenomena. Okay? I will tell you something that I saw. Now, now Instagram, I never go most of the time. I go once in a while. Because people will ask me, you know, why didn't you like my post? So, I go one day and I like 20 posts, tick, 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 tick. I just put hearts for everything so that, you know, they will be feeling happy about it. So, I saw this one post which suddenly came. In that, one woman was sleeping with one baby and her husband was sitting next to her. And the doctor, when the child was born, the doctor had told her, your child is still born, it's dead. Okay. 
she said no i believe in the power of the lord and then she put the child next to her and with the heat of her body i mean this is a very dramatic story with the heat of her body after 2 hours the child came to life instagram look it's an instagram story sir and then the child is very much alive you think god was interested in the child coming to life or child dying it is your problem not god's problem you understand what i'm saying surrender to the will of god very beautiful story of you know you heard of john now john the baptist illapa saint peter you know saint peter he could cure anybody on this planet earth he could look at the person and oh you are cured something like that like even just can i have that rubber stamp of you are cured okay bring your you are cured and you can go like that just imagine he was a tele evangelist saint peter becoming tele evangelist okay come here you are cured go then somebody asked him but your daughter is not cured what to do you understand what i'm saying you are curing the whole world but you are not curing your daughter so it is not for personal benefit okay that rubber stamp is not for this is my daughter dub okay you are also cured you can't do that so this is something which you need to understand in this material world certain powers are given for the goodness of mankind not for your own consumption okay that means you cannot consume it for yourself okay i have got the cancer cure instead of using it on somebody else first i'll cure myself no you can cure the world not yourself all right so by chance tomorrow if you get some magical powers no don't use it on yourself okay you will turn into some hare or something like that and you will disappear maybe a frog so don't use those magical powers on yourself okay so surrender means accept it acceptance is important so people should not say do you mean to say i should accept all the bullshit that is given in this world no i'm not saying that at all surrendering to your own state is important you can help the world you may not be able to help yourself maybe or you may help yourself also who knows does it matter no so surrender means you have to have a complete surrender number 3 love we have unconditional love for everybody we say no i love my baby baby ko best pasand hai sir you love your baby who cares there is no unconditional love there it's only condition जब तक चेक भर के देगा जब तक पैसा जाएगा if you not just tell your mother i am on tinder every day i need one new one ah, you know she is going to get a heart attack well like what kind of a daughter or son i am having <laughs> unconditional love means okay you are on tinder good for you can you put me also on tinder <laughs> see the whole point of this is it doesn't matter unconditional love means come whatever may happen even if you are getting a peace of mind from your mother you should have love for her you know how old people are like me 
25% brain, I mean for 25 years of age you lose 25% brain. By the time you are 50, you have lost 50% of your brain. By the time you are 60 and 70, imagine losing 70% of your brain. Most of the things don't work over there, sir. So sometimes they act very funny. It does not matter. Unconditional love for God has to be without any conditions. You can't tell God, if you give me this, then I will be in love with you. No. And the last one is called devotion. Single-pointed devotion. Single-pointed devotion, I think I have explained hundred times. Single-pointed devotion simply translates into, you cannot have multiple people with you. Okay? Like I used the word Tinder. You can't have God Tinder. Next, next, next. No, only one. Only one which is your, you know, when you open the image, that image is the only one. You know, this is like, uh, for me, this Krishna image has been with me forever. Okay? In my phone. It just goes on. I don't have anybody. No girlfriend to look at. Nobody to look at. No boyfriend also. Okay, got the answer. <laughs> you know, the funny part of, actually, when I was watching, uh, this is a little joke. When I was watching Deadpool, his dead, that dead girlfriend of that DP2, you know what he says? Now, first, you don't look at any other girl. And that other, that metallic fellow also, you don't look at, okay? <laughs> so, you got the point. She says, don't look at this guy or that, that person also. So, she, so he says, okay, okay, <laughs> he goes away from there. The idea is, today's day and age, no? Devotion has to be single-pointed. One only. You can't have hundred people in that. So, one God. One Supreme Divine Consciousness. So, this Supreme Divine Consciousness is a unique phenomenon. Okay? And always go with that. So, four words. Faith. Okay? What faith? Absolute faith. Absolute faith. Hmm? Second one. Surrender. Complete surrender. Third one. Unconditional love. And the fourth, single-pointed devotion. These four words are sufficient enough for you to reach the Father in Heaven, God Almighty, Allah or Krishna. Isn't it? So, Krishna is saying, nevertheless, until by firmly practicing devotional service to me, one has completely eliminated from his mind all contaminations of material possession. From your mind also, everything needs to be swept clean. <coughs> Correct? Everything you sweep it clean. One must very carefully avoid associating with material modes. So, do not get associated with material modes. What is association with material modes? Do you know laziness? I am associated with laziness. <laughs> so, full day I will be just sitting doing nothing. No, do something. Don't just sit around and wait for Godot. You know, oh, something is going to happen. Nothing is going to happen. That God Almighty is not going to come down and do some, you know, magical stuff and he is going to create something for you. Nothing like that is going to happen. You have to do it. Okay. Simply move your ass. Don't just sit around. Okay. Doing nothing. Alright. So, the third mode which is called mode of ignorance. Please read it. If you want to learn something, go study. Nobody is going to, you know, put one pin over, you know, you know an injection and he, he include some uh, thing inside. No, 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 no. No extra gray matter for you. Whatever is there is sufficient. Go study. You want batata vadas to eat? Go make batata vada. Got the answer? 
you want cake to eat, go make the cake. Don't expect somebody, God is going to grant me from heaven. No, no God is going to grant you. Right? Second mode, passion. I want to make money. God. Like every time, you know, every time. And by the way, this I always tell everybody around me. You know what? Someday, someday in life, I'm going to find an entire bunch of $100 bills. Bunch. I'm not saying one bill. $100 bills bunch. <laughs> and in India, I'm saying maybe 2,000 rupee notes. Maybe hundreds of them. It never happens. <laughs> you got the point? Unless and until I am a baby driver. Okay, then I can go and rob from the bank. That's a different story. But I'm not going to do that. So passion is something you want something in life, go get it. You want to be somewhere. You want to get become the, you know what, Secretary General of United Nations. You can't be sitting in some chair and think, I'm going to become this, I am going to become this. No, you're not going to become. Go get it. You have to go towards that. Same way. I want to be the CEO of a company. I want to be the chairman of a company. Yeah, sitting in the chair, you can become a chairman. But CEO, not possible. For that, you have to work. Correct? See, the words are very simple. Now, work your ass off. See? It's going to happen. You have to do. Third mode is called goodness. I am not going to be a bad person. I am going to be a very good person. And God looks at him and says, who the hell cares? You got the point? <laughs> it is not connected to God Almighty. <laughs> whether it is goodness, whether it is passion or whether it is ignorance. He says, you must carefully, one must very carefully avoid associating with the material modes. That means the moment you say, I am associated with goodness, God says, I don't give a Okay? You know that blip, blip, blip. Okay? I don't give up. <clears throat> This is what it is. He says, and all that is produced by my illusory energy. You know, illusory energy, Maya. Maya darling is the one who creates all this. I am not concerned. I mean, this is, I think this is where we have learned from, isn't it? Every time you make a mistake, you see, it's not my problem. Somebody else created it for me. See? So, this illusory energy, magical properties of the God is creating all this magic in the mind of people. God is not concerned. He is not bothered about it. What is he bothered about? My final sentence. What is he bothered about? Your devotion. Until by firmly practicing devotional service to me, the only thing which God is bothered about, God Almighty, just be my devotee. Be in love with me. So, love and devotion is the highest factor to reach the Father in heaven. Rest of the things doesn't make a difference. No goodness on this earth. You go and donate all your thing to charity also, God is not interested. Got it? So I hope you have understood this lesson. So no Kapal Bhati will help. Huh? And no yoga will help. No meditation will help. No air, water, fire, nothing is going to help you reach God Almighty. What will help you reach Him? Love and devotion only. Period. Beyond that, nothing else. This should be the lesson for you and don't bother the rest about it. I don't know meditation. Does not make a difference. I don't know yoga. Does it make a difference? Ah, I have never practiced yoga in my life. Okay. Till today, never. Meditation? I don't know M of meditation. I know M of McDonald's. Not M of meditation. Okay. So, the answer is simply this. Whatever you do in the material world is connected to the material energy, nothing to do with God. 
God is only interested in your love and I hope you understood. Okay. So I'll take your leave and I'll see you all.